Hello, this is the real Mr. Parker. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to Doctor of Travel on Anchor.fm. We're also broadcasting live on several podcast stations, Spotify as well, Google Podcasts. You can find us on there. Pardon my tone or rather my voice. It's 6 a.m. in... Nigeria, 1 a.m. in New York, still 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. in my home state of California. Uh, should be about 1 p.m. in uh, Singapore now. Yes, um, and that should be 3 p.m. in Cambodia thereabout. Today's podcast is a different one, actually a personal one. It's a podcast where just just share a few thoughts about personal happenings. You know, in our journey of travel, we, we get to go to some places and travel to some places at a moment's notice. And that is what has happened with me in the past week yeah the past week uh, i had to make an urgent trip to where my father lived in africa and where his his body was laid to rest have you ever wondered? This has happened uh, maybe because of some challenging situations that happened in my life. I think two or three times I've had this thought. This thought of was could it have been could it have been I think I'll put it this way. It could not have been a mistake. I do not believe that anything in my life was, is a mistake. Now, this is a personal opinion, of course, right? And I am entitled to my opinions, so are you. It could not have been a mistake that God, who is perfect, who is precise, who is accurate, who is all-knowing, who pre-existed at the beginning, who was never created, to have positioned me with the family I am from he made no mistakes but man does make mistakes right our thoughts and our actions if you listen it was 10 weeks ago the doctor of travel and anchor launched 
which started 10 weeks ago to be precise this Sunday. Yeah, 10 weeks ago. I, I had to go back and check and go, hmm, when did we start? It was in March. It was in March. Guess what? I was in Africa uh, paying my last respects to my father. So 10 weeks ago was when was when we had finished laying to rest and then I had to go back to base in North America but it, it, it is it is uh, it has been a very very interesting past week for me if you've listened to our podcast so what 10 from 10 weeks ago I at the beginning it must have been it wasn't the trailer i think the description in the trailer i talked about i'll delve into personal life sometimes even as i talk about travel a few past week has been quite encouraging and motivational and the feedbacks and the the emails we've gotten and people following us on instagram at the real mr parker has been quite quite encouraging and I want to use this medium to say thank you thank you to all of our loyal listeners be kind to pass on the word and let people know about doctor of travel but I started by saying this is a personal podcast it's a broadcast on this podcast that is personal so I would be talking family and a little incident that occurred in my personal life I was raised by a single mother, an amazing woman. She's gone to heaven now. She was daddy and mommy, meaning she stood and she and she held the fort, right? She was she covered for my papa so well. Uh, but I was one who had a connection with my father. Even though he wasn't there, but I had a connection with him and I always went looking for him. I'll skip a few things, but just say a few things so I could get to what I want to communicate on this podcast. So, a few years ago, my my father had called me up and said he wanted to start a pig farm and I asked questions and he answered my questions and told me the potentiality of owning a pig farm and so I said okay sure what do we require to start he told me and said okay yeah let's start and the pig farm started Ozoro is the headquarters of the Isokonot local government area of Delta State in Nigeria. It's one of the, um, my father calls it a city. <laughs> I call it a village. He said, it can't be a village, son. I mean, we've had this back and forth. He, I, wish, I wish I recorded that banter uh, that we had, my father and I. Where he said, Ozoro is a, is a city boy. Uh, uh, he would go, we have a polytechnic and a well, college of education or whatever he called it. And I go to a village that right now, right now, uh, the, the, the generators are blurring. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere in, in, in Delta State recording this 
uh, broadcasting to you on this podcast, right? And you can hear the gener- if you can hear through the through the headphones, you the the ge- generators are blurring all around because there is no power, no electricity. Wow. I wonder what my son would do. <laughs> my soul would do when he experience if he ever experiences blackouts in you know to this degree i'm sure he would wonder daddy what happened to the power again <laughs> he has to I have to bring him to i have to bring him to africa at some point oh boy i, I i'm not going to watch so my daddy asked me to we discussed getting into a pig farm and I thought, well, I saw the potentiality, and of course, he was getting older. But I, I, I also wanted him to get busy, because the more you're active, even when you leave active business, but you still get busy, your mind, you, you you're healthier. You, you have something to look forward to every day, and and that was what, and that was what I did with my father, and I got into a pig farm business with him, and so I invested and funded the pig farm, and he was managing it. Put in total. I, I I sat down with my with my accountant and where I, I was trying to remember. Okay, hey, tell me from from 2018 to 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 um, 2020 when Daddy passed on. How much have I really put in? I'm, I'm in figures, including salaries, projects, uh, fix this, add this. Uh, travels and, and and she said well over fifty thousand US dollars and I thought hmm okay that's quite an investment but you know I never got no return on my investment in all these many months yes yes I asked dad why I'm not getting anything back. What's what's going on? And then, of course, I realized he 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 was he was. The pigs were growing. They were expanding. They were mating and reproducing, right? But he was using it to maintain his lifestyle. We had our talk, and he would he would he would use a a a um an informal speech in a colloquial language you go say na 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 bad to make papa eat picking money <laughs> I love my father those who are close to me know I honored and respected the man while I was alive but we had straight conversations as father and son and man to man right I get to tell him Podobi you raise me now tell you what so when saying about to be picking what that means for my american audience and those who don't understand the pidgin english of you know that is spoken in nigeria is it a bad thing to get to enjoy and spend my son's money that's what he meant about to make papa eat picking money and then one of my responses have been, but nobody you've been raised me. Like, you really were not the one who raised me and funded my education and was there for me emotionally and was there to be a parent. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Word of God. I 
I lived above that. Oh, okay, you didn't raise me, so I'll, I won't relate with you. I honored him because my Bible says I must honor him. I'll go past 15 minutes today because this is a personal one, and I hope you will bear with me. My podcast, I mean, our duration is usually 15 minutes. I tried it last week. I think I got it right the f- for that first time last week. But I'll go past because there's so much I still want to say on this podcast just to let this out and get it out of my system. But I honored my father. I know I did. So even because, so even when he died, he, my father, I saw my father in a dream. I got to see him and knew he was dead before I was called to say, ah, your father has passed on into glory. And he told me some things in that dream. Some of those things played out this past week. Well, started playing out from three weeks ago, right? In 20, in 2020 alone, my father sold well over close to 100 pigs. Close to 100 pigs, and that's so much money if you, if you, if you know how much pigs cost. I'm not talking about a 40, 50 kg pig. I'm talking uh, 102, 110, 120 kg pigs, 150 kg pigs, and you sell all that. All I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't complain. We had our conversation. I asked questions. He was using to maintain his lifestyle, and then his health began to fail, and paid medical bills, which was fine. He's my father. But one good thing I did was I ensured that it was put in writing that this pig farm belongs to me. You know some things you do out of instinct. I just thought, put it in writing. The man had, my father had been through, what, 11 to 14 women. I think in one of my podcasts, I had called him a rolling stone. That's how I describe him. You know that song? Whereby he laid his head on his home. No disrespect to my father and his memory, but he had children everywhere. There were different women. Only the man who is into polygamy would understand that burden. I don't. And I've, I used to call him a strong man. Like, how could you manage one than one woman? <laughs> how? It takes a special grace, I believe. And so my pig farm manager was, I started working with us since January of 2018. A young man from Togo, hardworking, has many skills from being a, a mason, a bricklayer, but they got into a pig farm and managed it very well, very, very well. I like to use the word, he slaved with my father, meaning he worked hard. He took the pig farm like his own, like his father's business and, and served. That's the word, he served my father. I got to meet him several times when I visited. We talked over the phone and a few weeks ago, he had called me and said, my father's wife one of his wives 
who live in the house where my father lived had come to tell him that he should not call me no more, give me an update on the pig farm. And I thought, huh? This was a woman who uh, two years ago was making mockery, mockery of myself and my father. I'll go colloquial again now. I'll use a colloquial speech and I'll tell you what it means in English. What thing you do invest inside pig farm for now? Now old old man they do pig farm. I they put all that money inside pig farm. All inmates they inside house, they house, they they rest in they go pig farm every day. Which kind of thing be down? Use the money to fix fix kitchen, fix my kitchen for me. What she means is What are you wasting your time and money and efforts on an old man? Why are you investing in a pig farm and, and, and leading on your, your old aged father to, to, to be running around like a child at his age and his level? Use the money and come and fix the, come and add some things to the house where, where, where we live. And, and I said to her, I believe in the project. I believe in my father's capability. I believe in his vision. And I think this is a, 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 a business that can expand and do, and do well in the community. So no, I will continue to fund it. That same woman suddenly became a hawk on a pig farm that she did not invest a dime in, did not even know where the money came from, didn't know what the runnings were how the business was run. Didn't know how this young man was brought to work for my father. She has three boys for my father. None of them have helped pack pig poop. Not once, not once. The man drives. My father, even up till his, his, uh, his, his latter years, into the 70s, 72, 73, 74, he was always driving. But he had to drive a distance to go buy pig food. These boys, these boys who are who are irresponsible and just jumping from, from left to right and still still sucking on their mother's titties, lived in that same house. Not once did they ever help to see and offer, hey sir, let's go help you buy pig feed out of town or go get um, um, yam peel or cassava peel from the bushes to come help feed the pig farm. These boys were the ones who they now jumped my pig farm. I told him, I gave him an instruction after he had called me to say nobody, to tell them nobody should come to the pig farm no more. I own the pig farm. They shouldn't come to the pig farm no more because what they have, they have no business there. Guess what they did? Oh, let me back up. Let me back up. They ganged him. The mother, the, uh, my father's wife took this young man and brought him to the, to, to the public place and he was humiliated beat like a common thief what was his offense according to her oh he sold some five pigs if he sold five pigs he's not answerable to you he's answerable to me i own the pig farm i will deal with it but she 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 disregarded me right and took on and called and the guy she recorded the video i saw the video and my heart i my heart sunk what kind of a woman is this that passed right and then the boys met this young man on the street 
her three boys with their friends and they beat him up i have the pictures beat him up so bad and forced the keys of the pig farm from him i have a lawyer who also was my father's lawyer she was one of the lawyers who served my father she has become my lawyer as well she was the one who took my boy to the police station and a warrant of course was issued for these boys that were arrested i was told and was detained and of course out on bail as we you know as i speak i had told my lawyer okay uh, go change the locks guess what these boys did they broke the lock and put their own key in it kicked my pig farm manager out but what they did not know that i could jump on a plane and fly two continents to come to them they didn't expect me because they were running it what i my conclusion is that they needed my pig farm my father built a a, a massive property right they needed my pig farm to sustain them and maintain the property but you would have thought that somebody who was reasonable who had a conscience will call me ask my father's wife or even the younger ones who are what 15 18 years younger than I Ten, fifteen years younger than I, yeah, would would reach out and say, ah, please, can we talk? Let's let's um, maybe reach out. Can we help you manage this so that every month we can get A or get B? Because their actions, their following actions after I I stepped into the matter and stood my ground and sold the look, I put in so much money. But because I live abroad, I'm not able to manage it. Plus that, they threw out my pig farm manager on the streets with no money, with no accommodation. They, his house was on the property where the pig farm was. He lived in the pig farm. They kicked him out. For two weeks, he was roaming the streets, living from hands to mouth. Had nowhere to go. Thank God he met a few people who took him in. But these guys didn't care. They were more concerned about their belly. Their God was their belly. And so I stepped in as the owner of the pig farm and I got rid of the pig farm. That's what I did. I didn't sell it at its value, but I needed to get rid of it so that way everybody can sleep and rest. And that's what I did. And so I sit and I wonder, I know God made no mistake. God made no mistake to, for me to have come to this family. The reports I heard about this voice was, was shocking. In fact, in fact, when... When I went, I went to my father's house to visit his grave because he was buried in his compound. Oh, I had security, of course. Oh, they came and were showing their their hooliganism and were making comments. And, and one of them said, did, did your father not tell you who we are? That we are street boys. I said, oh yeah, no wonder. No wonder. I'm not surprised at the way your mother has behaved and the way you are behaving. If a, a what's the word they say now? If fruit doesn't fall too far from the tree, that I realized one of the things that killed my father. He was heartbroken. One time he called me. He called me and he said, "This one is willing for me to die so she can inherit the whole property." 
okay, you have it now, keep the property. And nobody's dragging it with you. Keep it. But it was wrong for you to have tried to get or encroach on my business. It wasn't a family business. It was not an inheritance. You know how a father dies and leaves inheritance for the kids. No, this was a business. He and I were in a business. It had nothing to do with any of his children or my siblings or any of his wives. Okay, okay. I think I've said enough. So, part of the experience of traveling, right? I traveled the world. I, I just hopped on the plane and there I was. But it, it was, it was, it was, um, somebody had to come to the defense of this young man. And that's what I did. That's what I did because I think he deserved it. He had worked for my father. He had worked for me. He had served. I've gone 24 minutes, 25 minutes. Thank you for indulging me. This is still Doctor of Travel podcast on on Anchor.fm. You can follow us and like our post and send us DMs. Um, on our Instagram page at the Real Mr. Parker, uh, you can go to our website, visit our website www.therealmrparker.us. Mr. is spelled M-I-I-S. M for Mary, I for India, I for India, S for Sam, T for Tango, E for Echo, R for Romeo, Mr. Okay. Uh, you can search on Google. Just type in Doctor of Travel one word, and you will follow the thread. You can also call us. Our office line is plus one nine zero eight seven nine nine eight zero zero six. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for the calls, for the email. You know, someone who wants to travel, someone who wants to relocate from any part of Africa, any country in Asia, or even in, well, most Europeans just get on the plane and come to America, right? But in Africa especially, because that's where my clientele is focused, and Asia too, know someone who wants to travel, tell them about our podcast, Doctor of Travel on Anchor. Have them send us a DM on Instagram. We'll be glad to talk to you and consult with you about that move you want to make. You have a great day, and thank you for listening. I truly appreciate it. Cheers.